From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Lori Johnson and Linda Franklin. And Lori is our resident intuitive and we're going to be talking about what to expect as we roll into 2020 and, you know, kind of how things are going. And I have to say, you guys, I am happier today than I've been in probably the last two years because we were able to my old nanny housekeeper came back and we cleaned out my dad's room and now his room is all clean and shiny and you know I probably could have done a lot of this over the last two years but I didn't feel like it and I think our feelings have so much to do with what's going on in the world and whether we let those feelings in so I want to start just open the conversation to talk about the relationship of our own personal feelings and that which is going on around us. Because sometimes I feel like a sponge sucking everything up. I'm going to go to Linda first, um, because you have better boundaries than I do about feelings. But when somebody's feelings are overpowering, how do you shield yourself from that? Uh, well, I mean, is this a family member? Is this just general what's going on in the world type of thing? Well, I'm better keeping the blockade up with the general world. But when it's like my kids or my dad or my good friends, like if it was you, Linda, or you, Lori, like I would be just like a sponge soaking everything up. Yeah, well, um, I've learned, I guess, through the years of like you said, boundaries. And I don't, I try not to let what's going on in somebody else's sphere of living influence me all that much. I mean, obviously sometimes it bleeds through because it has to, if you're living with somebody, if it's your husband, your kid, your, your, your parent, whatever, it has to, but, um, but we know that that isn't good for us. Because if they're in a very negative, uh, not good place, why do we allow that to seep into our being? Because it doesn't do anybody any good. So, you know, I've learned, you know, to, to keep up that barrier kind of so that it's not, you know, it's, it, as I said, it bleeds through sometimes, but for the majority of times, it does not. Lori, how about you? Well, I'm going to go all psychic now because this has a lot to do with where we are on the planet where there are so many people that are in such fear because the world is changing under their feet that they, without being consciously aware of it, are throwing out their fear, throwing out their frustration. And most people, men, I would say, who are not handling this energy really well, this energy shift, this lift in awareness are taking out their fear on other people through judgment and blame and making it everybody else's fault 
in ways that that just means that they can be mean at the grocery store or if they're going if they're going to the grocery store at all or mean to people they get to be mean and even if you are not one-on-one -on -one with that person that energy goes out like a cloud from them or like vibes from them and so for me being psychic i put protection around myself before i get out of bed in the morning protection around myself when i start my readings and if i'm going out i put protection around myself around my car and then I wear hats so that I don't pick it up because you can pick up negative energy or any energy, somebody else's stuff through your crown chakra. So I try to avoid all that stuff. But at this point, because the shift that we're in is so much a vibrational shift, which relates to our feelings, Aquarian age is about that, be getting in touch with that creative side with the right hemisphere of the brain, which is where all the feelings come from. So they're really like on high patrol right now, the good ones and the bad ones. And we're getting more and more and more sensitive, especially this year. So I put protection around myself, but it still leaks through because people are crazy. <laughs> they are. They are. And their energy is crazy. And so can you walk me through or call walk Linda and I through like, what would that look like? Like, do we just like put our arms around and go, okay, I'm drawing this line around me and, you know, stay out and anything that comes yeah. from you, sticks like rubber, bounces off like glue, whatever that kid thing was. Yeah. Um, there is a meditation that I've been doing for years that I started when I was working at the psychic eye and I needed to be able to protect myself from the people that were in the store versus the people who were there for a reading. Um, and a lot of it is, it's, you can say visualization, but that's only like one fifth of the power that you have in creating something. So when I create something, I pull in, the white light from the center of the universe and I imagine Alcyon which is the central star of our universe sending white light through the solar system into my crown chakra and filling me with white light and I know what that looks like what it sounds like what it smells like what it tastes like what it feels like both physically and emotionally I thank that light for surrounding me putting it into this huge bubble that's around me that it's within me and without me I call up gold light from the center of the earth to mix with the white light so I'm filled with and surrounded by that again using all my senses and then I put coating of protection as if it is surrounded by different levels and that ends always in steel that I am surrounded with steel that is shining on the outside that is like a mirror that bounces things off if they come at me and when I work I leave a space at the top for messages to come through from higher source when I don't work like when I'm going out to the store I use that complete and whole and then I pull it around myself so it becomes as if perfect body armor. Hey, Linda and Lori, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because now is a really good time to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor has been with us for over two years. And I just really love them because they make podcasts like this possible. And our sponsor today is Best Fiends. And Best Fiends is so much fun, you guys. I have been playing it for over two years. I started playing it before they became sponsors on the show. That's how fun it is. And I have to tell you, many of you are like me, where you're kind of stuck between elder care and child care. We're the sandwich generation. I care for my 88-year-old dad. I also have, you know, 15, 17-year-old son. So I'm juggling, 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 and I will whip out my phone and I will play off a few rounds because I have to wait in line so much during the day. I have to wait in line for my dad's medicines. I have to wait in line for my kids' tests. They play sports, so they got to have these COVID tests twice a week. And I'm constantly waiting in line or sitting in the car in the parking lot, and I get really frustrated 
However, when I whip out my phone and I play a couple rounds of Best Fiends, it takes me away. And I can play with my sisters on the East Coast. I can play with my co-hosts around the world. I mean, it is a really great game. It's got good music, great characters, fun storylines, and it's a matching game. So that kind of rhythmic, hypnotic matching thing, I swear it calms me down. And it's a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. And whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to lose yourself in because you're having so much fun. And I have to tell you, collecting the characters is really fun. And right now I've collected like 30, 35 characters, I think, out of the 233 that you can collect. And it's really fun. And today they have Beagle Quincy, and he is so cute. And, you know, he's kind of like two pets in one. He's a spider and he's a beagle. But I have to tell you, it's not like a creepy, weird spider. He's like little teeny, like, huggable spider. And Beagle Quincy is super cute, and he's yellow with spots. So you got to check him out. It's just really a fun game. And so I want you to download Best Fiends free today at the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends, Friends Without the R, Best Fiends, download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play, and you will have a ball. And go ahead and check out The Winning Wheel and Temper's Adventure and Treasure Island. You will be so glad you did. All right, now we're talking today with our resident intuitive, Lori Johnson, and she's talking about ways that we can shield ourselves from the negativity that's out there. But, you know, Lori, there's also some, some keys that you want to share with us because it's not just about you know, kind of putting up a thought shield to keep all this negative energy. So what are some of those keys that we were talking about on break? The key on this is not just the visualization. It is using all your senses to create it. And then I either close it down at some point when I don't need it anymore, or I let it ride out. And then at night, in order to protect me at night, I create a sphere of blue light, which is the Mother Mary, the Kuan Yin, the Isis protection color that is a cocoon around my bed, again, using all my senses on how I create that. And then I put a shell of silver around it to bounce everything off so that I won't be picking things up. Because most people pick more crap up at night when they're unconscious of it. And when people who are sleeping are throwing out their fear, throwing out their energy all over the place because they're not conscious enough to be able to control it. Wow. Yeah. So I guess there is something to be said about like, you know, me feeling like I'm a sponge. It just, you know, it, it soaks up and it, and it really does come in. And I also think, Lori, and thank you for that, that what we feed ourselves, like emotionally and intellectually, like two years ago, or maybe three now, I literally had to shut off the news alerts on my phone. Like I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore and everybody's got this point of view and you know is it a terrible pandemic is there no p pandemic is it a hoax vax anti-vax take your pick whatever it is all of it is so confusing and chaotic and that's all i feel is i just feel chaotic energy coming from all those things and i want to know your take on that chaotic energy is that going to pass is that going to stay with us for a while or is it just a nature of where we are as a population well, last year was a five year, 2021 equals five and five is a number of chaos. So last year was chaos serving a purpose in shaking us up because we weren't getting the messages that the pandemic was giving us, whether you believe in the vaccine or not, or the pandemic or not, it came in to shake us up, to get us into a different mindset. 
And the biggest thing that happened were people didn't want to be in the main mindset and the new mindset. So they fought against it. And then it became, you can't tell me what to do because it's my survival. It's my survival and my identity. So the energy of last year was all about chaos. Um, we got to the end of December and starting at kind of like the end of September, going through the end of December, the chaos was incredibly strong and it kept building and building and building to the last couple of days where it gets stronger and people would be crazier. People would be crazier. You know, in Texas, people are, are polite. That's what mm -hmm. I found. And every time I'd been out from September until December, especially in December, going to the grocery store, which is my main contact with people, and nobody's looking you in the eye. Nobody's apologizing for getting in your way. We, those oh. are just like standard things. Um, people are growly. Um, there was not a single checkout person who looked me in the eye when they said hello or did I find everything. Oh. Everybody was protecting <laughs> self, was closing wow. it down. I, well, it's funny. In New York, I'm not seeing that. Okay. Wow. Well, maybe it's New York you don't notice it. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I just know I, I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and my checkout guy, he was, he was, you know, he was talking and he was happy and he was cheerful and he was asking questions, not about the, just, just general nice niceties. So I, and I, you know, today I'm walking Charlie, I met uh, this dog walker I know, and she's all happy and the dogs are all happy. I, I'm not feeling that, that crazy. Well, that was December though. Oh, okay. Because what I'm saying is that the chaos that came to an end in December, there are two energy shifts that kind of start off the year. So we got into January 1st. Okay, recap. Just at the very end of December, while all this stuff was hitting the fan, we also hit a level of kind of like the point of no return, where a lot of my clients on exactly the same day just felt so overwhelmed by the negativity, by the fear, by watching the news, by just dealing with other people that they just shut down. And I felt this personally too. And it was like too much of 2021 energy, too much of chaos, just leveled out, bottomed out, that was it. And that was a significant point to be able to let go of 2021. When we got into the beginning of the year, even though 2022 is a six year and that's a very significant, far more positive year, what happened was there was a there was a major energy shift, but we've got the main energy shift for 2022 coming on February 1st. But this one was more like people who are lifting, who are in a higher awareness, choosing to be in a higher awareness, who are being self-aware, let's put it that way, lifted to higher vibe. With that higher vibe, there's a lot more positivity going on. Right now, we're in recap month for the year before. January is never a new year. January is always the cleanup month or what, you know, some people say it's like the hangover from 2021. So now on February 1st, we're going to get another energy hit. So when, um, Sandra, you're talking about the chaos, chaos is kind of still raining, but it's lesser. It's crazier in that there doesn't seem to be as much grounding for people who are in chaos because there isn't because that chaos fuel from last year isn't there anymore. But it's like the leftover crazies. So what's going on now, what's coming in now is the people that are lifted up to the higher vibe. That higher vibe is the energy of this year. That is, this is an energy of 2026 equal to six years. Six is the number of love. It is the number at the center of the tree of life if you study the Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. um, and what that means is in tradition, it is love through sacrifice, but the sacrifice isn't, I gotta give you something that I love and give up something in order to make you happy. It's more, we've been living in ego 
in learning about ego, like a five-year-old does yep. for at least 2000 years. This is us going into being able to sacrifice the over-ego, not the ego that identifies who we are, but that ego of survival that we've had to live in as we end the Piscean age and let that go, the sacrifice of the, like the super ego so that we can all be part of the same thing. The unconditional love is about us being part of the same energy, understanding that. And that is the energy of this year. Hasn't kicked in completely yet. We're just getting like a preamble to it. So long story about, you know, should have been a shorter answer. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking as, as, as you're talking and I still believe that, you know, it's all about choice. And I guess, you know, you can choose where you want to be. I know with all of this negativity around and, you know, whether you're watching the business programs like I do and the stock market is going nuts or you're watching the political programs and, you know, that is, you know, distressing to say the least. And then, you know, with all of these climate crazy things that are happening and you, you have a choice again to turn it off or to think about the glasses half full so you really don't get so drawn into it. No, and, that's exactly uh, right. That's he, what we're doing. Sorry. Right. I mean, and I and I think that people don't realize that they they all it's the choice is always theirs. And you don't have to feel helpless with all of this crazy going on because you can you can make a different choice. But people yes, you're exactly right. That's where we're headed. That's what we're doing. But there are a lot of people, young souls that feel that they are overwhelmed with the way the world is going because it's not going their way. They're not adapting to a flow of things. They're not looking at it. It's got to be my way. If it's not my way, then it's wrong. And everybody else is wrong. And I got to punish everybody. And yes, they don't understand. They have a choice. They have a choice of being able to get out of that, of seeing things from a different perspective. And that is the difference here. So you're exactly right. It's just, you got a lot of people, a lot of very young souls who are so inundated and they can't think of anything, but what about me? And it's about my survival. And if I don't get my way exactly the way I want it, then everything else is wrong. They're kind of skipping the fact that they have a choice of getting out of that. Because if you talk to a kid and you give him a choice, like an adult choice, making a choice of staying where you are or getting out of that and looking at things as if from black and white into full color when you've never seen color before, it can be overwhelming. And everything that we've had happen to us in these last two years with the pandemic and all the energetic changes are exactly teaching us that get out of your own way, get out of everybody else's way, make that choice, be there. Unfortunately, we do have a lot of people on the planet right now who can't see forests for the trees and they're the ones who are as if clogging up the works, but they had their lesson and this year is going to be a completely different lesson that's more about you don't follow the positivity, you don't really belong too much. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's just it. We thought that the pandemic would, came for a reason is that, you know, people would start to care more about each other, about, you know, their priorities would change. Uh, just so many positive things that could have happened from it. And all I can, all that seems to have happened from it is, is people have gotten further and further apart. But that's also part of it. It's kind of like the last two years have been about truth being revealed. And so we had the truth revealed in how people look at prejudice or how people look at white supremacy, just as an example, or the Me Too movement, all these things coming forward. But also what we're doing now is with all the separation, 
there are so many different astrological and energetic reasons why that separation is there, but it is there very specifically so we can pull it together. Couldn't pull it together in the last two years. That wasn't the point. The point was to have to face the trials and see what you're going to do with them. And unfortunately, what I have found is that when you have somebody in an emergency situation, you really find out the truth about them. And this has been a long-term emergency. It isn't like a hurricane mm. that's coming in. It's been like a two-year emergency. And so you find out truth about people. But for these people who are feeling so isolated, who are choosing to be isolated, and I'm not talking just physically, I mean, isolated in their thinking and they're holding on to something. They're like the vaccine is going to save everything or the vaccine is the worst thing in the world. It doesn't matter. People are holding on to kind of like a lowest common denominator and it does separate us, but it separates us for reason to get clear of things that have been programmed for us so that we can come together with more conscious awareness. Well, it sounds, it sounds like it, a wonderful scenario, but you know, just looking out there now with, with the great divide, it, it just seems almost, you know, what's it going to take for that to happen, you know? Well, energy shifts under our feet all the time. This was a combination of a lot of things that were hitting us over the last two years that were, yes, you're right, did not need to be here. You know, we were ending COVID last year in the end of May. It didn't need to come back. We could have learned how to restructure things, but then people got into fear and it had to come back because people who were in fear didn't learn a damn thing from anything. And then they got even worse in that just saying, no, it doesn't exist or I can do what I want. I don't need a mask. I don't need a vaccine. Everybody else, I'm fine. Or I had the vaccine. Nobody else has to, you know, I don't have to wear a mask because if they don't like to wear a mask or they don't want a vaccine, then it's not on me. It's not a been, it's been about that me energy all this time. So it's kind of like that last final push of the me, but it is inevitable. If you look back in history and you study astrology, there are times when energy shifts and it does, it becomes the leading factor, not how people are, not how people want to be, but people reacting to the energy mm. and the change that we have this year is far more positive than we've had probably in the last 20. Well, that's something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. What would be your advice, Lori, for like somebody like me who's who's raising kids and trying to um, explain to them like how they need to be in relation to all this chaos? Like right now, Max is debating whether or not to go back to university because they're starting to open up university to live back on campus. So um, without a, a clear ending coming up and then with, with so many different warring factions on what should be done, you know, do you teach someone to just like cocoon or hold in their own space? You know, do you hold the space for the future? Like, how, how do you navigate this? It basically is the power of now. It's being in the moment of what's going on, because it is important that we don't ignore what's going on around us. We don't have to inundate ourselves in the crazy and people hyping the crazy, um, like the news. I love watching the news over the last couple of years. And then, you know, since kind of September, I got off and off and off on it because they're kind of on the same thing. If they talk about the same thing with different voice today than they did yesterday, I'm off the show. I won't watch it anymore. But for where we are in moving forward, the pandemic itself to me on how I feel it's gonna go this year is that it's going to fizzle out. This happens and this isn't just prediction. This is based on 
what has happened before with other pandemics is that when it gets into a new mutation and it starts getting less, like Omicron is less than the last version, that when it starts getting less, the next variant is going to be less. So my feel here is that this Omicron, which is incredibly infectious, but not as generally, not as symptomatic, that that will kind of peter out, get us through February, it will kind of fade, won't be 100% gone, but it will be gone pretty much in the summer. And then in the fall, we're gonna get a different variant, kind of like sticking its head up for one last thing, which will bring in symptoms that are just more like a cold that can be tested as COVID and can be infected like COVID, but will pretty much be more like a cold. So we've kind of outlasted that. And the lessons that they, they gave us, that all the COVID infections gave us, even though a lot of people still didn't get it, it had an end time. This is not going to go on for years and years and years. Our fear of it will go on for years and years and years. But what I see going on is that with that coming to an end, how we deal with the fear that people have, it's like I had written about this, that if you watch The Walking Dead, it's got the zombies and everything like that. But the danger on the show from one season after another has never been the zombies. It's always been the people who have gotten crazy, the people who are standing in their own ego, the people who will kill anybody else because they disagree with them. That's where we are now, where the, the threat of COVID is coming to an end, how we deal with it, how we deal with the fear, how we deal with how we're going to fix it. That's the stuff that's going to be lasting with us this year more than anything else. So it is in the moment, be aware of the moment. Things are changing. We're not in a rhythm that this is going to repeat, like we're gonna get another Delta variant. This is going to start to fade. So how we deal with it is as things are shifting in the moment, be in the moment, honor the moment. And if, um, you know, this is the problem that we have like with universities is that they wanna like jump the gun, but they're not jumping the gun, but then they don't know what's gonna happen. So there's a lot of chaos going on that's left over we will smooth that out within the next couple of weeks to months. So it's like, what does he feel in the moment? And this is also trying to teach us to honor what our gut is saying. So if he's doing it for logic, that's one thing. If he's doing it because gut is telling him it's not right to go back or he wants to go back, then that's something, follow your gut and live in the moment. It sounds really simple. It's not that simple because we've not been taught to live that way, but that's where we're headed. Absolutely. You know, I was reading this book and I can't, the title escapes me. It was a book on the Akashic Records, but uh -huh. the author had a thing on there where she said, don't fear, don't judge, and don't like engage. Like, you know, when you are, when you come across something like this, you know, don't be afraid and don't judge anything and, and you don't have to react or respond. Like, I think We've got as a society, this population that, you know, we're afraid of everything from, you know, the environment to the meteor over Philadelphia, you know, you name it, there's a laundry list. And then we judge each other on what we think is right. And then either respond or react. I think sometimes not reacting, not responding is, is the answer. Not always, well, but yeah. It's the sanity factor because then you're not picking up somebody else's energy. It's easy to pick up somebody else's energy when they're in high emotion in one way or another. And like what we were talking about, protect yourself from picking up that energy is like if you don't pick it up and you don't respond or you look at the bigger picture here, 
because the bigger picture is not what's happening this year. It's what's happening in all of humanity. It's what's happening as we're starting a 2000 year journey. It's a much bigger deal and we're not taught to do that. I mean, kids these days think that history started when they were born and it's gonna end when they die. They don't think about anything before or the rhythms that were going on. And also we're getting out of that. And I've said this so many times before that bigger, harder, stronger, faster mentality that has been very popular, especially in the United States. It has to do with business, but the joke is, you know, if you won the Academy Award yesterday, what are you doing today? There's right. no downtime. This is one of the things that we're getting out of because that's an old mindset that we're coming out of. And again, when people are coming out of that and they don't know what to do next, they're going to put fear out. So it's it's being able to see the bigger picture. It's being able to look at things without the expectation. Yeah, you don't have to respond, but that's part of the bigger, harder, stronger, faster. If your boss asks you a question that is hypothetical, you're still expected to answer. You know, and we don't, we're getting away from that, but there's just a lot of stuff that's still left over. Although we are at the end of that, the very last, last, I don't know, gasp of this energy. You know, you know, Sandra was talking about her kids and I, I don't have kids, uh, but I can't think of a more trying time to be a parent than right now. Um, and trying to shield your child, your children from the crazy that's going on in the world and yet you know staying in a positive place so that they that they aren't afraid and they don't think this is this is what their life is going to look like going forward i mean it, it's an awesome responsibility you know it it is and it it's also very freeing because when you have a whole world riddled in fear there's no set of rules anymore that forces you to comply for the future. Like that's one of the, like, I agree with you and thank you, Linda. It has been a very challenging time as a parent, but it's also been the flip side has been very liberating because, you know, when you have all the fallout from the pandemic, the conversations the kids and I have are like, well, you know, going to law school doesn't mean you're going to have a happy life. Going to business school doesn't mean you're going to make a lot of money. You know, I think for many kids and myself included is there were all these career paths. This is the path to success. Do this and do this will happen. And I think what what the kids and I have talked about a lot was these these career changes and these breakups and marriages and things that we're seeing happen as a result of COVID going well, if there's no guarantees, then I'm gonna really think about doing what I really wanna do. And the funny thing was one of the things COVID did was it broke the illusion of all these fantasies, if you will, of the way things should be. And I, Lori, I wanna hear your take on that. Oh, yeah, very much. That was the point of it, um, to be able to get us into a different mindset, because kids are responding to the freak out of the parents in many ways. You know, parents have a rhythm. We got into a rhythm, and the rhythm is that you give your child everything you possibly can when it comes to education, with play dates, with all this kind of stuff. Kids are resilient, and I'm not saying there isn't difficulty at all. That's not it. But kids are incredibly resilient. The kids that are kids right now are Aquarian age kids, Aquarian age kids, where they understand this a lot more, but they take their cue from their parents and their parents are thinking of how your life should be. And they pick that up. 
And if you let the kids, and I'm not saying rule the house or whatever, but honor <clears throat> how they're looking at things and not what they're expected to do. Like we're expected to have a play date. You're expected to socialize. You're expected to be yep. able to do this and do these classes. And it's kind of like kids will be able to find their own way. The difficulty is happening, I would say, at least 70% because of how the parents expect the kid's life should be, how they set it up and how they sacrificed in a good way. And it's a good way, but it's you know a relationship to how kids were brought up by the parents who survived World War II and how the parents in the 50s then brought up their kids in the 60s. And then we had a lot of change in consciousness and how those kids were brought up. And so we're into being able to make sure our kids have every opportunity now. But basically, kids survived World War II when they were kids and they came out, I can't say fine, but they might not have come out exactly the way people wanted them to. But the world has changed under our feet. So right. these kids are going to be adapting to the world as it is, not the world and how it was. And the parents are still holding on to how it was. Well, and I think that, you know, goes on to, you know, this, this expectation that I'm experiencing with, with the other peer group parents and they're part of their reason that they're angry is they bought into these promises that if they did this, they would be guaranteed that like, and that's a big problem when it comes to what's going on today. Yeah, we are a very agile race of people, but we have forgotten that. We used to be able to go with the flow. Part of it is that, especially in the United States, we haven't had a major disaster. And I'm not talking about 9-11. I'm talking about like a world disaster like World War II, not technically. Korean War was not on our shores. Vietnam was not on our shores. Iraq was not on our shores. We had 9-11. That was on our shores. But basically, we haven't had any major event like World War II that put us into stress factor on the home front the way that that did. And so we've been living for a good number of years without kids expecting that there's gonna be some kind of stressor. And so when it comes up like this, there's a freak out factor. It's like, yeah. we can deal with this. If people didn't freak out in any situation that was an emergency, if people didn't freak out, everything would be taken care of. We're incredibly capable of being able to do that, of being able to shift of being able to be agile with change, but we forgot that. So we get smacked in the face with a sledgehammer. Wow. Yeah, but you know, then the violence, I mean, the violence is just another thing. I mean, there's, there's more violence now than, than I've seen in, a, in an awfully long time. And, you know, and kids going to school, you know, the parents are worried whether their, their kid is going to come home again because they're so the stress and the, the crazy and people not taking responsibility for what they're seeing around them is, is just, you know, it's awesome. I, I just hope that this year that, that people will take more, take more responsibility for what they see so that, you know, I, I just go to that, you know, that, that kid that, uh, you know, shot up uh, kids at school and, and the parents are being held responsible that I mean I maybe that's what needs to be happen now for parents to take a, a, a stronger view of of how they're raising their kids and what their kids are doing well we've got a thing that if you lined everybody else on the planet in a single file the most advanced on the front and the least advanced and the end the most advanced takes one step forward into more awareness and has to wait until everybody on the planet takes that step 
So we're on all these different levels of people on levels of understanding, of not understanding, of being young souls. And unfortunately, there always is, I can't say just the sacrifice, but there is the violence or the loss because that's what gets our attention, mm-hmm. you know, and it hasn't been enough yet to change the gun laws. Why are they here? I mean, I remember here? a conversation we had, you know, I don't know, five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, where you said things are changing so quickly that when we, when we transition, if we haven't learned enough or we may not be able to come back here because the, the planet will be such a different place that we'll have to, we have to learn to be who we're meant to be before we can even come back to this, to this, to this place. So there's right. so many people here now that are just causing so much havoc, but they're here. But they're here because they came in to this lifetime. Anybody who was alive in the 2012 transition, when we went from age to age and blah, 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 all the stuff that happened at that point, anybody who was alive, I don't care if you were two years old or you were 82 years old, this is their lifetime, our lifetime to be able to handle far more karma than we could ever do before. Like putting, you know, cramming a major test, cramming everything that you wanted to finish, everything you want to do. And a lot of young souls came in at that point because they're looking at like, you know, Boy Scouts. It's like, I'm going to get all my merit badges in one weekend, you know, because I want to have my sash filled. So, or Girl Scouts or whatever, but it literally is like that. They came in thinking that I'm going to be able to do this and I'm going to be able to do that. I've got this list, like the Santa Claus list that will fall to the floor as soon as I unravel it. I'm going to be with this person and that person. I'm going to finish off this karma. I'm going to accomplish all the money. I'm going to be really successful. And then they get here and the energy (laughs) has already shifted because that's the plan before they come and they get here and the energy has already shifted and they go, oh, it's too hard. I quit. And they're still around because it's a lifetime's worth of work, but these people, when they do pass, they won't be allowed back because this is the test. And we've had the test over the last two years. Can you adapt? Can you get out of your own way and become part of the we? If you can't, you're put in a category of, okay, what level of hell are you gonna live out the rest of your lives in? Because you're not growing. People who are stuck now are not gonna change and they're clogging up the works guaranteed, but the energy shifted. So that will not have as much of an effect, but these people are still here when they leave won't be allowed back because the kids that are coming in already understand the higher level. It's like their world. They are here. They belong in the Aquarian age and the people who are adjusting to that or who have like been waiting for that forever, we will take over, or I would say we will be the majority. But right now it's not even that these little kids, these young souls are majority. It's just, they're screaming so loud in their own fear. It feels like that. Mm. They have a limited amount of time of affecting us, of affecting the greater whole, because again, no matter what's going on, no matter what happens on a day-to-day basis or with the news or with the idiot ex-president, that it still comes down to that we are moving forward. That is inevitable. We are moving forward in spiritual understanding in higher vibration. That is inevitable. That isn't something like, ooh, I believe that. Ooh, isn't it nice to have a nice belief? That is the fact of how the energy goes on the planet. Well, that's a, that's a big positive in my book. I'm looking forward to everything is very positive. It doesn't seem like it is right now, but it's any transition that we have had going back in history. Even if you don't look at the astrology of it, any history that we've had, there's always been an adjustment. There's always been the negativity or the fear factor or the people who are living in fear having their say before. I mean, even just looking back to the McCarthy era on how much that had its role before people of sanity said, wait a minute, we're going to stop that. And before they were saying 
everybody was saying it. There were people who were saying that all along. Mm. So we're kind of in one of those waves and we're at the end of this wave of crazy young souls having their say without anybody holding them back. They're going to hold themselves back. They're shooting themselves in the foot all over the place. They haven't seen it yet, but we will see that this year. You know, to think, you know, I know it, most people don't think like that and hopefully more and more will is the more I can learn here. Oh, God. The more I can learn here, then um, I don't have to come back and repeat it again. So let me, let me, let me finish off this if you want to call it karma or whatever, so that I, you know, I come back, I'll have other stuff, but I won't have to deal with this anymore. So let me do the best possible job I can here. Exactly. That's the right thing. And when we come back, you don't have to come back. Well, I mean, you know, you have to achieve a certain awareness, but people think that when they pass and this life has been really hard, they're never coming back again. It's like, but there won't be another life like this. There won't be the same challenges. If you accomplish things, even if you don't get physical accomplishment of things if you got the memo if you got the lesson and you can't put it into effect until another lifetime means you still got it you got it you'll use it it changes your energy it changes your vibe it lifts you up you learn something you're exactly right so what can we expect for um you know what can we expect for the rest of or at least coming into mid 2022 i think we're going to get feel a lot more freedom. And I think with that freedom coming in specifically because the pandemic limitation is coming is going to be over or at least mostly over that the people who are in crazy land won't have anything to be crazy about too much. Even when we're talking about the difference in political parties, the push on that was a lot of self-righteousness. And when that self-righteousness isn't necessary, they'll be pushing against nothing. So look for the political structure to change but the people who are really rabid won't have as much to be rabid about they're still going to try to hold on but that's kind of the political scene with climate change is going to be our next big thing which we were kind of anticipating so i expect that any challenges that we're going to have this year are going to be more about what's happening with climate change but the pandemic will not be the story anymore um, people will feel more positive not everybody, because if you're already lost and you already decided that you're not going to grow up because you can't force me to and you can't tell me to do what I what you want me to do, that those people are going to be lost. But the fuel for them to affect everybody else is going to be gone shortly. That's only lasting through this month. So there's a lot more positivity. There's a lot more um, group effort finding that community. And it will start with finding the community of the one-on-one -on -one and then adding more people or community with, as if you believe in a political figure who's going to really take things in a very positive way and then you follow that person or you support that person. Um, it's more community is gonna be coming in and it's going to be more of a natural flow rather than forced. People will become more conscious. People will become easier of heart, I feel, this year. Because again, when you get into that unconditional love Love is the strongest power in the universe and it heals everything and it changes everything. And this is the year for that. All right, I'll take a dozen. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I am so ready. It takes a while in order for it to kind of trickle down to everybody, but I mean, I can already feel it. 
And we haven't even gotten to the big energetic change on February 1st. It's a Chinese New Year. That's when the energy changes for the year. We get the, the date made by a Pope in 15 whatever that created a, a calendar that has absolutely no natural existence at all. Doesn't go by the moon, doesn't go by the sun, doesn't go by anything except a guy's ego. So we're getting into an energetic shift on the first with the new moon in Aquarius, with the Chinese new year. And with that, it brings in the love, the sacrifice through love, the getting out of ego and going into the group effort. So if I give any advice for how to deal with this year, it basically is to be aware of one, who you are, because there are the three questions. Do you know who you are? Do you know why you're here? Do you know where you're going? And if you've got those answers, then everything is going pretty well for you because you have a path. But the point Hello? is to be... Thank okay. You. Yeah. The point is to be very aware of self on how you are with others, not self on what's happening to me or what is going to me, but on how much energy you put out on the energy that you put out. Are you conscious of that? Are you conscious if you're in a bad mood that you're going to affect all these other people? Because I love it when people come in like to the office and they say, well, I'm in a bad mood. And that gives them permission to be an idiot for the rest of the day because they announced it. It's like, if you're in a bad mood and you know you're in a bad mood, do something about your freaking bad mood. Don't put it on everybody else. Be right. conscious of how you affect others, not how others affect you. That's the, probably the biggest change in consciousness that's going to happen this year. Um, Lori, you, you just, you, you know, you talked that, that climate change is going to be the, the big issue for 2022. And, you know, I've been feeling that for probably the last year or two because of so many changes. Um, you know, but it doesn't seem to be the focus of most people, I guess, until, you know, disaster hits them at home. But, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, are we going to start to pay attention at saving our planet? Or are we just going to go merrily along uh, and experience all of the things that could could happen because we're not? Um, yeah, we're going to experience a lot of things that um, because we, we kind of missed the boat on being able to get a handle on this and really make a difference. We will make a difference, but it's going to take years to do that. And yes, there will be more consciousness. The really cool thing about all the kids that have been coming in since 1989 is that, well, not all of them, the majority of them, is that they have a consciousness of the planet. They understand the planet better than we ever did. They look at it differently. So just those who are coming in even now, but those who are coming into power into their age where they can be participating in how they're going to rule you know their business or their world or whatever all of this stuff coming in that the consciousness is there for them to make a change this year will be significant because we're going to get pounded by things like you said that people don't believe in it unless it happens to them a lot of people are going to get pounded on this year i'm sorry to say it but if we didn't get the memo it's like the memo comes in and hits you harder yeah it's the only it's way we learn. Is. I can't say the only way we learn. It's the way stubborn people or scared people learn. Wow. Wow. So Lori, how can people find out more about you? Oh, um, got a website, lauriejohnsonpsychic.com. First name is L-A-U-R-I-E. And I've got a newsletter that I go out that if you don't want to subscribe to it, it's um, posted on the website. Um, which is under, I think it's my blog. It's called Lori's blog or my blog on the site. Um, information on how to get a reading for me is there. Anything else you need to know? I kind of like told my life story on there. So somebody can know who they are, can vet me before they even call me. 
yes and Lori is spelled l-a-u-r-i-e so if you're looking her up Lori johnson psychic linda do you have any other questions as we wrap up today <laughs> yes where are we going where are we headed what's what's yes no i I, I, you know, I think we've covered a lot. I, you know, the economy is crazy. You go to the, you know, you go to the grocery stores and there's empty shelves, all of this, you know, blip in the, in the supply chain. I mean, these are all very harrowing uh, events for, for so many people, but I'm, maybe by the end of the year, maybe it kind of smooth it, it smooths itself out. I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be challenges. So again, it's just about how are we going to react to them? What are we going to do? How are we going to stay in our space? Yeah, we've been very um, cushioned on what to expect. You know, if people don't have something that they can't get online or they can't get in the grocery store, then the fear factor is they don't know what to do. Again, we're adaptable. We've survived a lot worse than this. <laughs> yes, right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being here today. We've been here with Lori Johnson Psychic. And on behalf of Linda Franklin and myself, Sandra Beck, we want to wish you guys the best possible outcome with our new year. And we'll be back again next week. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. 